Happy Friday, everyone. You're listening to Legally Speaking. It's with Troy Foster this week, isn't it, Troy? That's right. Clean and to the point. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to be tight. We're going back to the basics. We're going to talk about religious freedom in the workplace. Isn't that right, Troy? Yes, we are. Easter's on the horizon. We thought it'd be a good time to talk about religion in the workplace. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to go ahead and throw it over to our intro and get right down to it this week, you guys. We're looking forward to talking about this, and we'll see you back here in just a second. All right, Troy. Well, let's just uh, kind of start off with broad strokes. What necessarily does it mean to have religious freedom in the workplace and kind of that importance of respecting religious freedom? Yeah. So one of the interesting things is that, you know, we all are free to practice or, or not practice uh, uh, religion, you know, and whatever, whatever religion we decide to practice or decide not to practice. Right. And that's uh, encompasses more than the workplace, but sometimes uh, companies and employers forget that em- that employees still have those beliefs and practices when they come to work. And so then we become uh, kind of perplexed with, well, how do we deal with that? And some companies are like, well, it's work. So there is no religion and we don't have to listen to or respect people's beliefs. Uh, this is just work and they need to clock in, clock out and go practice religion somewhere else. And that's not as clean um, and easy as, as some would think. So throughout your career, have you seen this being kind of a point of friction in the workplace, this uh, leave your religion outside of the workplace? How frequently does this come up in uh, the type of work you deal with? Yeah, so it's interesting. It comes up around most of the religious holidays, right? So uh, people are people and they don't. And I think it's difficult. We talked about this before to separate ourselves from uh, our, our work. I mean, we are who we are, regardless of where we go. Now, that doesn't mean we aren't having to you know, live different roles, but to do it significantly different or to not be yourself is something that people can't do and not something we can expect them to do either. Yeah. That's come up quite a bit, yeah. And so can we go through what necessarily does it mean? I mean, obviously, there is a plethora of different religions out there that all respect different things and have different uh, basis for morality. But what does it mean to have religious freedom in the workplace? What does that uh, encompass for the employee and for the employer to understand? Yeah, so there, is, there are two different law, federal laws, uh, Religious Freedom Act and Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, which protects people based on a lot of things like uh, and religion is, is one of them. So an employee is able to be free from discrimination based on their religion, right? So that's a, that's a real hallmark. Like they can't, if someone knows that someone practices a particular religion and the employer or the company doesn't like that religion, regardless of whether they express it or not, the company can't fire someone because they are, are Christian or because they're Muslim. That's unlawful. And when it comes to practicing and the freedom to do so, um, it's a little bit, the line gets a little bit blurrier because uh, you are expected in the workplace to perform your functions and you're not, other things can seep in, but uh, it, it really becomes the employer's problem about what they're going to allow and what they're not. And the key is, and we, we say all the time, communication and consistency. 
So with that communication and that consistency, what is one of the main things that is to be said about making sure this is I believe that this is a very similar kind of dynamic to diversity in the workplace. Everyone has their own culture. Everyone has their own background that they come from with predispositions. How do you say, and this is from a personal perspective, obviously, what is one of the best ways to properly communicate when it is worth noting that sometimes people's religious beliefs are in conflict of each other? Yeah. So the good thing about this issue is if you handle it proactively then it doesn't become an issue very often. Um, so here's a good example, a good example of where it can be a problem and, and an example of where we see it go right. And this happens every year um, with our clients. So say it's coming around the holidays, some people are going to celebrate Easter. I mentioned Easter earlier in the podcast. Some people don't, right? So whether it's a display at work, and that usually happens around, you know, the end of year holidays, Christmas and, and Hanukkah and, and other uh, holidays, the, the employer can embrace uh, all religions or none. So you can have a Christmas tree, but then you're going to also be, open it up to other religious symbols as well. And everyone has to be free to have those. And so I think that that, that embracing everyone having their own beliefs is uh, the most important dialogue you can have. And it also will let people come from a place of understanding and not fear based so that they can express, you know, how they would feel better in the workplace. And some people don't want to talk about it at all. And so they're not put in a position where they want to talk about their religion. It's just more of an open dialogue about the workplace and about celebrating people um, for who they are. No, and I think that's an incredibly important aspect to look at this is celebrating people for who they are, especially during the holidays. The holidays are supposed to be, I mean, 2020 was kind of a tough year given the pandemic, but they're supposed to be a time filled with happiness and joy, no matter what you're believing in, or at least that's my belief on the topic. So can we go from now, let's break it down into a employer and an employee side. On the employee side, what are the limitations of religious freedom in the workplace? Yeah, so look, um, you're not going to be able to convert the workplace into your religious home. Uh, you know, it, but that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't look at the policies and see whether there are particular things that the employer provides. And remember, too, if you need to take off because there's a religious holiday that you celebrate or there's a religious occasion, um, all you need to do is go to HR and tell them and they will make that accommodation. They have to uh, make sure you feel comfortable doing that. And the employer should also uh, make sure that they're open. All right. Now, from the employer side, what you obviously mentioned policy in that last statement. Does it come down to that employers are the ones who can define their policy on religious freedom in the workplace? Obviously, we talked about the two federal laws that have the overarching regulation for this topic. But when it comes to the individual workplace, how can employers effectively introduce policy that is non-discriminatory to any religion and allows for everyone to feel comfortable with their lack their their religion or their lack thereof religion and those who would actually like to celebrate their religion in the workplace. I think that employers really just have to have that open dialogue. And we've said it often. Um, 
if you're wanting the workplace generally to be a good place for people to work, whether we talk about culture a couple of weeks ago, we're talking about religion now, it's about being inclusive and open and listening to your employees. So one idea that has worked well that we've shared with a lot of employers is to have a workshop, you know, just an open dialogue where you can have a lunch and learn and talk about uh, what do people do outside of work? What are they interested in and how would they like to, and we're looking at religion, how would they like to bring part of themselves uh, to work? And it may involve having something on their desk that's religious. It may involve having a lunch or some other symbolic, uh, uh, something symbolic. So really having the dialogue and delivering, you can't deliver everything. Like there isn't going to be, you know, a Christmas parade, I'm sure. Uh, that wouldn't be a great idea uh, for most situations. But you can listen and try to be back uh, or give back to the employees and, and in a way that they feel comfortable having the discussion. So obviously, these type of preemptive measures are the ones that are highly recommended because they prevent issues in the workplace. But religion is a point of contention for many people. It's not it's a very foundational belief when it comes to, let's say, managing conflict that arises from this religious freedom. What are some of the things you have to say about effectively navigating that, given the experience you have with these things? So let's say that something an issue did arise. Yeah, so it's a good point. If an issue does arise then the employer really has to focus on consistency. So if they are going to prohibit or allow something, they have to prohibit or allow across the board, across all types of religion. So really focusing on consistency is going to be key. So they they aren't treating one particular, or there isn't the perception even, that they're treating one particular Uh, individual differently because of his or her religion or belief or lack of belief. Well, Troy, I think that's super important to always make a conscientious effort to respect people from wherever their beliefs are coming from, even if they disagree. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times we've said this in each episode. I'm pretty sure it's one, one, at least one time per episode, but communication is key in this regard. And I feel like most everything, if communicated properly, can come to a happy medium. So with Easter around the corner, I was personally born and raised Catholic, so I will be celebrating with my family. But do you have anything else to say about this topic before we go ahead? ahead and wrap up this nice and short episode. Yeah, I think the only other thing I would add is that we really can't um, make religious freedom or make people uh, tame down their beliefs, right? I know that there was a big uh, push for everyone to say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas or um, Happy Hanukkah or whatever. If someone wants to say have a great Easter or Merry Christmas, they're not treading on somebody else's rights. I mean, that's what they believe. That's what they say. So again, one of the things that we do see employers try to do is to coach managers to say something that's neutral. Well, that's just as empty as telling them not to say anything. So, you know, I guess I'd end by just saying happy Easter and happy whatever everyone celebrates. Um, And don't take offense to people's celebrations because that kind of rains on that party. 
Yeah, I mean, I could agree. I think that it's a very interesting principle to say that I think neutrality is important in your uh, acceptance of other people's beliefs, but the lack thereof of any belief in anything in the workplace, I do ultimately believe it could be a detriment. But that comes from my perspective being a young man. (laughs) So thank you so much for your info on this, Troy. Really looking forward to speaking with you next next week. Do you know what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, I think we're going to talk about voting rights and how crazy some of the laws are with respect to defamation. Fantastic. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about the Dominion system. That's right. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. I'll see you next week, Troy. For all those listening, we hope you have a great weekend and a happy Easter or whatever it is that you will be celebrating this week. Enjoy it. Thanks, guys.